Just make it clap. Just make it clap. <laughs> what a lovely treat this is. So today, it's a very special episode. I have with me my very long-time friend and today's co-host, Francisco Gomez. A.K.A. Cisco Gomez. And we are speaking to the one, the only, Chen Chen. Chen. Thank you so much for having me. Chen, how do I say your last name? Uh, it's Xu. Like... Shu, like Shu. Yes. Chen Shu. Oh, in, that's it. Yeah, in Japan they just call me Shu. So, uh, but yeah, Shu essentially. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Chen Shu. I always avoided it's your name, thinking it was hard. Yeah, me too. I was always afraid to commit to the last name. It's really hard for people to pronounce, even if they're Chinese, like my full name, because it's really confusing. What's your full name, guys? My full name is Shu Chen Cheng. Shu Chen Chen. Shu Chen Cheng. So Xu in Chen English, they will reverse this Chen Chen Shu. Oh, yes, you guys yeah. do do that. And it's really hard to shout it out loud, so I just take Chen as my stage right. name. Right. Oh, work stage name. Come on, stage yeah. name. Just Chen. I changed it to Chen Chen. And I, and I loved it. Yeah. I call him Madame Chen. Madame Chen. Madame and now Chen. John is calling me that as well. Does nice. he call you Madame Chen? <laughs> All the time. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, Chen. I want to talk about your journey coming to the UK from your hometown. And firstly, before we talk about you being here, why did you come here? Why? It was actually funny. I wanted to go to America, but I had this like a school trip to Oxford. And then I, w I visited UK on a random summer and I really just... I don't know, my heart really just felt this is the right place for me to be. And I just decided to do my university here instead of the U US. And yeah. Also, it was for education purposes. You did. It, it was for education here. Okay. Purpose. And then you yeah. fell into dance because it was a hobby where you were back. Where are you from exactly in China? So I was born in China, uh, South China, a small city called Nanning. Nanning? Yeah. And did you dance there? Not at all. We don't have any dance studio. We don't have ballet classes. Like we don't have any resources related to dance, really. really? And it was quite a uh, strict cultural environment. And my parents are both policemen, so I wasn't really from like artistic family environment as well. But I really just love watching, you know, like Asian artists and stuff mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. And I just yeah. But I was really dancing in the closet in, in my bedroom and I never really realized it's something that I'm really passionate about. So I, I think I realized it when I was in Japan uh, doing like a year exchange. Uh, I joined this traditional Japanese dance club where there is like an actual like a house, like a Vogue house. That, so they actually have like history and stuff. And I learned from like a sensei. So, like, each time before we start learning the dances, we will ha actually have, like, little ceremonies and stuff to just, like... Out of respect. Yeah. That's so cool. It's really cool. And then I learned a lot of... I actually performed with all of them on stage, like, all, like, the professional, traditional Japanese dancers mm. on the same stage. All I was doing is just, like, in, like, a seiza. is like, a Japanese way of, like, there. And just there, and I... But I was in different pieces. Uh, pieces. And pieces. Pieces. Yeah. <laughs> he said pieces. I was like, whoa. This went south real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in bad English. Yeah. So that was where I started realize there was 
I really enjoy movement, even though it's like a very different type of movement. It's it was it's very slow. It's very controlled. It's like enjoying, not enjoying, but like playing character, whether it's like a geisha or a samurai. So that is the first time I really get to learn and training dance with mm. like professional dancers. Look at that! And your nickname for me is Madame Chen, and here you are being a madam in Japan. I have a question, and be honest. Mm-hmm. Be honest. How how like on this? How good are you at that style of dance? The thing about dance in Asia is that it is not something that people will want you to get full time into it. So it's not like okay. So the person yeah. who taught you, mm-hmm. would you say you would be qualified enough to also teach it now? I was teaching like the club. So it was like a university club, but I was like recruiting new students, teaching them how to dress properly in the traditional Japanese costumes, and use uh, different little uh, scents like a fan. Mm-hmm. They would dance with a fan. Um, I was teaching almost like I was like the uh, yeah, sort of like a co-president of the club at the time. Come so, on. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, learning the dance from the sensei, and then I will go to the club and teach small sessions to people who wants to join. And yeah, I was doing my that. favorite thing about doing these is that you learn new stuff about people. Mm. But then also, I get these little ideas, which I don't know why you wouldn't have already thought of. But this is your time. Why don't you teach this? Because there's gonna be people from Asia or even people who are interested in that culture that might want to learn it. So mm. if you're at a level where you're good enough to teach it, I don't know anyone, I've never even heard of anyone in the UK teaching this, mm-hmm. have you? And you know, we've been around, especially you, a long time. Like maybe this is an avenue. Maybe you can teach these things. I mm-hmm. bet you if you go online, there's a community of mm-hmm. Asian culture or people who have interest in Asian culture that would want to learn this. Yeah. but. Uh, I think at the time I was a university student, so I was really just focusing on my studies. So I didn't really think too much into it. I know, but now, the for now your future, is progressing forward, this could be, this could be something that you like. You know, we always see like Bollywood dance taught mm. in the UK. Like we see Bollywood dance classes. We see all these different cultures. Like we see Gaelic dancing when you go to different parts of the UK, mm-hmm. where they teach uh, a, da- a specific style of dance because it's about the culture. Not to be like, oh, I do this style of dancing, I want to dance for Britney. But mm-hmm. because people have an interest in those things. Yeah. Like, like, you should look into that. That's a huge, especially if no one's doing it. That's your own niche. Yes. Um, I realized that this year. Like, like I was doing Tali's program mm-hmm. where I realized my dance background from that specific style. I can almost like fusion it a little bit into contemporary dance here. Mm. And yeah, at, like... There are also people telling me, like, you should use that as a niche. It's just, like, the style itself, it requires, like, costumes. It requires, like, proper training. But I will look into it, yeah. I, I think that'd be <laughs> dope. I'd come. Yeah. I'd love to learn. Yeah. Something I, new might help me with my fluidity. <laughs> it's, it's a very unique style of moving. And I really didn't connect that style of dance with the styles here, but in the artist development program, I made the connection and I was able to just have different texture. Mm-hmm. And 
it was like a yeah like a light bulb light bulb moment mm-hmm. yeah like thing yeah so you come to london and you're train and you're you're here because of your uni and then you've mentioned that you did telly's program but how did you stumble into dance then because then you were like you know you just appeared out of nowhere one time and you were doing every single class every i've single never program. seen you i think i saw you once like you came here i don't know if that was your first introduction to dance but i saw you here and then from then on i feel like i've never not seen you since Funny enough, that was the thing I wanted to talk about here because um, so the episode 153 where the Come amazing on, Cisco Gomez was oh, interviewed. That's, that's what um, we recorded here as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he went rogue on that episode. <laughs> yeah, go on. that episode changed my life. So, well, first thing is back then I didn't know who Cisco is. <gasps> I just. Me either. <laughs> and Kang was like research the dancers. Yeah. And I did, did some research about Cisco. I found out who he is. And then I was like, wow, he's a real, you know, like a dance god. Something like that. And then you guys finished recording that episode of podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you guys came out of the room. I was happened to be there. And then Cisco just like see me and recognize me. And he say, we were just talking about you and give me a high five. And that was like a huge, like someone famous, like remembered me mm-hmm. because I, at the time, didn't really believe I can make it here in this industry. Like people would like me as like a dance, a, a person who wants to dance from a different country. But what Cisco, that small gesture and just really somehow gave me a huge motivation. And the second thing is what Cisco said in the episode, like literally at the beginning, he just said, you should train as many, you should master as many styles as possible. I take that like real hardcore. I thought that is how every dancer is trained here. And they don't. They don't. Supposed to, but I, I realized that a year later. But at the time, I didn't know. I only found out like there's like dance colleges like this here in the UK because it does not exist in my country at all. And yeah, I was just I took everything Cisco said in that episode to the heart, and I was just like followed it. I just did what he said. That's what I did, which is like train five styles a week. Because I saw if I want to be a dancer, yeah, I have to be super versatile. I have to, you know, because I don't, I, I didn't know about industry here. I didn't know a lot about it. So I just like, this guy is like super famous. He's a dance judge. He's like a dance god. And I know how he dance. His dance amazes me. And then I'm like... <laughs> At 25, you'd be like <laughs> laughing this up. Whatever. <laughs> now just internally you do it. Whatever. Like, go on. Yeah, but this, that was the story at the time. So I was just like... Can I just tell you, you sound like I did when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry. Yeah, I met Steve. <laughs> Yeah, funny enough, I met Cisco the first time. Uh, I think it's in Alex Shondorf's class. I didn't know who he was. And I, yeah, and he said he's a TV host. And then I, you know, since Dumbo. But uh, I took his class for, for the first time in base camp, which was followed by Jimmy Williams' lock-in. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do either of them. I couldn't pick up a single step. But something about Cisco's way of teaching just made me want to raise my hand and ask a question and 
yeah, and just a lot of things just made me feel like I can do it even if I don't know it yet. I can ask questions. It's a safe environment to learn. I can go to Jimmy's class, and I didn't know what that is at the time. And you know, there was like so many amazing dancers in that camp, specifically, specifically like Claudia mm-hmm. and and Oliver. Like there was like a lot of you know already super good dancers, and I was like really intimidated. But yeah, something about Cisco's teaching just made me feel like I can ask a question. I don't know a single step, but I want to ask a question. I want to get this right. <laughs> yes, it started from there. And then I start going to different classes, you know, um, Alex Shondorf's, Cisco's, and yeah, I met Marco as well in that camp. I was doing locking, house, whacking. I even went to like an intermediate once breaking class, uh, recklessly. <laughs> Come on, recklessly! Shout out Team Wales, recklessly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Chen. <laughs> he you told, d- that in that time, you doing breaking? That's what I would love to see. Yeah. Yeah, I almost cried in that class because I can't pick up a single Do you know what's, like, what's so mad is like, we, you know, you say to people, you need to do all these things, and everyone goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one does it. Like, no one does it to that extent. And actually, like, the one thing I, will, I always vouch for you, Chen, is your ability to go in a room that you're super maybe vulnerable and you're not the thriving person in the room and be completely okay with it and know that you have to be a beginner before you're... A master mm-hmm. yeah. and you you're never discouraged like I and that is my biggest admiration like I remember the first time you came here to the program and like you, you struggled a lot <laughs> and I was thinking oh he's never coming back he hates this he's right. gonna hate it and the next thing I get a message like can I come next month I'm like oh my oh. god like and like t- honestly the admiration I have for your ability to overcome your ego yeah because like ego is the enemy and like I teach 500, 600 students every single week. And if they could take 20% of the courage that you have, because at the time, like essentially they're offered, they're in a space where they get more training than you do Mm -hmm. because they do it full time every single day, six lessons a day. Mm -hmm. If they could take that 20% of what you have to overcome those things, everyone would progress like you've progressed. Mm. But no one does. Everyone's ego's... The and biggest so sensitive barrier. too. Mm. Just a little context, Chen was he would be in every single class. You would take, I think, three to four classes per day. Yeah. You would just be in every single class. Mind you, a beginner back in the day and front and center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> and that was, you know, half he didn't know dance etiquette. He used to take the whole class down sometimes. But to echo what um, Kane was saying, it was just this, like, as soon as, what I felt is as soon as you make the decision to, like, give this a shot, you were so tunnel vision about it and no one could tell you any different. And you work in 20, if not 30, 40 times harder than a dancer who's been semi-established for years in this country. I think you've trained harder in the time that you've been here than most people probably do in five years. Yeah. Because I only mm-hmm. got this visa, um, it was like, it's almost like, yeah, yeah, the pandemic happened. I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to stay in this country or not. And I learned that I can gain a visa just by graduating my course. And it's going to allow me to do whatever the app that I want to do. Because usually when you get a visa, there's a lot of restrictions come visit. 
And I know this is almost like a once in a lifetime chance that I can get a visa that allows me to do whatever I really desire to do. And I was really lucky enough to just randomly walk in base. Alex Shondo was there. I couldn't pick up a single step. And you know, one thing led to another. She was posting on her story, this in some hours podcast program. It says it's gonna take your dance to the next level. It took my dance, you know, to another dimension. And yeah, from there, I met Cisco. It's just one thing led to another, but yeah. I think meeting you guys and s witnessing your guys' dancing, because it's different from like someone going to a studio and giving steps, like you guys will leave yourself and your heart on the dance floor. And it really um, affected me, made me want to do it. And at the time, I didn't know what it is. All I thought is just like, I want to look, I want to dance like that person and that person and that person and later I found out they're just that specific group of persons yeah you guys all train together and yeah somehow I just want to I, I say to myself I have two years I don't know what it is I want to figure out what it is and yeah I just try to <laughs> figure it out so Follow. now you think you figured it out you know what you want to do you want to be here and you want to be a commercial dancer is that right Yes, I, it, it took a lot of like personal work to really, and as an Asian person, it really is like an act of rebellion to say, I want to be an artist. Like it's really hard for me to say that sentence if I was back in my country because it's so hard to survive there as an art person. So would that be frowned upon if you'd said that at home? Yeah, especially I think as a Chinese, most in most cases people will want you to do business because that's a safe route to go. Mm -hmm. My parents really, you know, don't wish me to go for something that is not stable, like self-employed. That would be the scariest thing for them to imagine. Mm -hmm. But for this year, for me to make the decision that, you know, I want to just be. I want to lead for myself. I want to do this for the sake of my own. It's yeah. I learned it from Cisco's programs again and again. It's like PSG. yeah. So a lot of yeah. ADP. I don't know if I can say that. ADP. Just, yeah. This yeah, is the syllabus. Uh, yeah. Acknowledge, dismantle, and proceed. proceed. Like don't stop until you win. Mm -hmm. And I have to battle that inner demon that was like conditioned into me as a child again and again to really reach a stage to say like I want to do this why do I want to why do I just keep talking myself out of doing it because of this and this and that and that like you have this opportunity and all these amazing people in front of you so just go for it just don't give a fuck about it and mm. Yeah. Why why do you think how do I word this correctly? <laughs> why do you think that you have managed to build a relationship with people who are, you know, between us, especially Cisco, we are very established in this field mm -hmm. and we've done a lot. What what quality is it that you think you have 
that has made us gravitate to you and you gravitate to us, considering how many people we both have taught for the past decade plus years. Because I don't think there's many people for me, which maybe who would come at you where you were at on your dance journey, which we would be this invested in. Mm. I would say I keep being grateful about you guys every day. That is something that is, I don't know, I, I practice gratitude a lot. That's the first thing pop up in my mind because for me, having the chance to leave my truth is not something I'm granted as a person and I didn't even know what it is, but you guys saw it in me and you guys gave me a chance to be who I want to be or like who I am. And I'm really, really, really grateful that, you know, I can feel safe, I can feel supported. It's just those little things that I didn't really receive when I was like, probably a young child who really enjoys dancing and music and singing. I didn't receive any of that. So when you sent me a message, when I posted about like, oh, how am I gonna be picked over a dance college graduate? And then you sent me a message, hey, sky is the limit. Like, don't say something like that. That really, and you know, small gesture like Cisco be like, we're just talking about you and I see passion in you and <laughs> Stuff like that really, because I didn't know what it is. I just look at you guys and I was like, oh my God, they're incredible. They're so amazing. I want to be like that. And just the little gestures and support and words of encouragement really started my journey. And I keep reminding myself it took so long for this to happen and you guys, yeah, helped me along the way. I'm just really, really grateful about it. And I think, because dance for me is not something that I can just do, mm -hmm. even if I want to, even if, even if I have the funds to do, I have to work really hard to finally get to where I am to say, I'm going to do what I want to do. So when I finally get to that point, I met you guys and you guys gave me the most incredible, you guys taught me your crafts. Like, it's not just how to do a kickball change, it's not just how to, you know, do a jazz funk shape, but it's more about how to dance with your heart and your soul and how to, you know, have fun and be yourself. It sounds like you're discovering yourself through dance. Yes. And I think, um, you know, I don't believe in accidents. And this is, I always say, there's a difference between like a teacher and an educator. I think your passion really translated and really um, kind of pierced through the rest of the classes because it's like, you know, what you just said, Kane, there's so many dancers that are just a little more privileged in the sense that they have colleges or they have access to these classes because they're, you know, they're a certain level. And here this, you know, at the time, this novice comes in out of nowhere and is just wrong and strong, but has so much passion. And so that gravitates towards the teacher and student relationship because you're like, that's what I want. Because yeah. sometimes it's past steps, isn't it? We just want passion, reciprocation and honesty, but also obedience, right? Because mm. if you're listening to how the teacher is teaching, it makes us want to come back. And how, how awesome that it happened kind of simultaneously. 
with me and him and knowing our history of because um, like what you what how you describe cisco when i was growing up that's what cisco was to me so like when i was 18 he was my hero i mean he still is but now he's my friend but at the time we weren't friends he was my hero he was my dream to, my dream was to get into his company it wasn't to be a professional dancer <laughs> it was to get into his company because i knew yeah. the the stepping stones to being a professional dancer and at the time all the best dancers that i looked up to had trained under him or was him and kim so yeah. i was like okay for me to reach there i have to get there i have to get into his company and i have to make friends and understand the circles that he dances in and he trains in and then that's what like catapulted me onto my journey and my career do you know what i mean yeah. so that's why i feel like what i see in you is what i had because like you know it was a very different time and a long time ago but where i'm from in wales like dance wasn't a thing that boys did yeah like we had to mask our dance classes like they came into my school and sold it as boys on scooters and you'd only be allowed to scoot if there was music on and oh, it yeah, made you that. fall in love with music not in love with dance <laughs> and then you'd be like who can run and jump over each other who can run and who can climb the highest up the wall but you were only ever allowed to play the games when music was playing so it was all about building a relationship with music mm. and that and movement of music simultaneously and then they'd go look at this break dancing, this is cool. And it slowly introduce you to understanding what dance is. Mm -hmm. And you know, from a, a family which did rugby and football and painter and decorators and labor, labor workers, mm. dance was so alien. They were like, what? <laughs> my mom was amazing, super supportive. But everyone around me, my school, I was an alien. They were like, mm. what? I was the only one that did it. Mm. And then I made a best friend, got him to tag along and convinced him it was a cool thing. Mm. So like when I managed to, be introduced to you know uh, doing competitions and then I saw people like Cisco and I was like oh, there's an avenue I can escape my small-minded community at the time mm -hmm. and I can make a career of this because I'd be like a careers day at school yeah I want to be a dancer and they'd be like choose a real job like it was something which was so off-limits and alien yeah. so I feel like your tenaciousness to thrive and succeed mm. when you come in a room really reminded me of me like I used to get a like I used to get a mega bus from Cardiff at three a.m. so I could go to dance to excess and then I'd get home at like ten o'clock at night. I like would book a things. whole trip to Manchester just to take a, sing a Cisco Gomez masterclass. Did you? I did. Oh. You, he didn't. Yeah, he doesn't remember me. And I, uh, he didn't know me at the time. Oh. Yeah, that's how I was just like the random guy who comes in who just at the beginner level oh, wait i do remember that i was it's like oh you're here yeah. <laughs> yeah i do remember that i would do all that like yeah you really do you really do put the work in i think it's passion i think i i, I think mm. passion attracts passion and even though kane and i are very different teachers with different methods we really do love dance we have a respect and yeah. love for dance and even though your journey when you got, came to us was very young again you two kind of connected and uh, you saw yourself in him and for me it's like it's that familiar energy of a student that i want to invest in because i know what that student can be you know what i mean like i those type of students don't come very often because it's like a dedication that you're like but well, your blinkers are really focused laser focused and that's all we ask for teachers and students in any style i think i think it's just be laser focused because then you get the best results and i think you definitely don't like that mr chen chen mm. <laughs> you Why don't not? like that at all you are so laser focused and like you train your ass off i wish <laughs> i was as brave as you on when I was on my journey. I wish oh. I was as courageous as you are and that's my biggest admiration that you have is your tenaciousness to 
succeed, mm. but you're so willing to fail. And there's some things that everyone now, especially uh, even I was, but on the the generation we're in of dancers who are normally where you're at on a dance journey, not so much now, but at the beginning, people are afraid to fail. Yeah, it's really ballsy yeah. what you're doing. Like, and you, without a doubt, every time would come in and give it your all, even if it wasn't a hundred percent perfect. No one could knock your effort. Like mm-hmm. I would have always maybe give you an A for effort, if not an A for ex- not an A for execution. But for <laughs> sometimes, to me, like as a as an educator of dance, for many people of a long time, and loving dance more than I love anything in the world, like your effort to be great was far more attractive than really exceptionally talented dancers' execution mm-hmm. because their effort was bang average. Mm-hmm but your effort was superior. It was like, it was a different mentality. And I was like, as long as you keep going, the execution will come. And it's mm. look, look at your it shows. So I think um, to wrap this up, I think it's very important to hear your point perspective in the sense like, I think um, you found us kind of by coincidence, but then because of research, it led you to the next place and the next place. So what do you think you would give a new school dancer the tips of how to find a teacher that works for them. Because I think that's the mm. biggest thing where like a lot, of te- a lot of students go to teachers just to be in the class, but is it personalized to your growth? And you seem to find that sweet spot with two people, which is very rare. Mm. So how, what would be your tip for, for the new school dancer or the up and coming dancer? My tip was very easy, I guess. Um, just find someone that really really inspires you like like it has to hit you so hard it feels like a big band in your head like i remember like literally exactly two years ago i filmed my first ins and outs you know the Mm -hmm. filming day is literally yeah two years ago now um and you did the ariana the artist Mm -hmm. role and when i looked when we were doing the interaction, when I look into your eyes, I was like, that is not a ginger, that is Ariana Grande right there. <laughs> wow. And <laughs> I don't know, even though it was like hip hop and stuff like that, it really inspires me that mm. you can be as versatile because it's like a female artist. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love that song. It's like Ariana's like, you know, problem. And you were acting as that artist Don't role. Don't tell everyone. She <laughs> <laughs> to the event too. Anyway, that inspired me. And San, San Francisco, when I chased you up to Manchester and we're doing twice and we did like a stage walk and the way you walk, you're, you were literally Beyonce to me. I, 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 I literally <laughs> felt like I was walking next to Beyonce even I didn't even know the cons. I would just feel like <laughs> you were so powerful, you know, just dancing with you. I feel like almost like your energy injected, penetrated into me. Mm-hmm. Good word. Like we were just walking, we we're just doing stage walk, but I really felt like I'm almost like, you know, dancing with Arena Grande or like I'm walking with Beyonce, like these small things that really just hit me. Like when I first started dancing with you guys and that was my easy and then everything just comes naturally because mm. like if you find your inspiration you just research about your inspirations and then you know what Cisco would say like who 
my inspiration trained under. And then I start taking Jimmy's class. I start taking John and Marco's class. And you do take good classes. Hmm. Because you, that's... I, I genuinely think you probably have the best training out of he, anyone he I know. really does. Because you really He's listen to like the people. The people, uh, yeah. About, I, I you don't just follow the, the crowd. i literally just listening to you two. Like, it started with who Ken Silver is trained under. It leads to Cisco Gomez, who trained Cisco Gomez. Jimmy Williams is here. Jonah Marco is here. I don't think I can do their steps. But Cisco had his class and say, 7 p.m., John Marco's no excuse. I just go. What I wanted to do was just see how a legend would take class. That's what my intention going into my first ever Jonah Marco's class. And I survived this somehow. And I also get to see how Cisco took class and stuff like that. And then just like... I don't know, it's like you have this map just slowly expand in front of your eyes. It's just following your inspirations. That's, That's awesome. That's yeah. really awesome. I'm an honor to hear as yeah. well because I think, I don't know about you, Kane, but I think you give so much to students and Chen's one of those rare students that really reciprocates the effort that we Mm. that we bring to him and he can't obviously give it in dance because you don't teach so we can't take your class but you do give it to us in um, gestures you're very honest with us and I think that um, you know if you're in the dance world you definitely know who Chen is and I think he is an example in so many other ways and it's just great that we can see there's there's so much more nuance past choreography it's a discipline it's a love for it it's respect to hear respect after from a, from a student who's trying to make it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it, you never get used to that. So just know that it's very reciprocated, the effort and the love and the appreciation for you. And I, I totally think that you've got a very specific kind of lane, but you're definitely going to make it because you're doing everything right. I just think you, you've learned how to walk, talk, jump and work in the space of like two years or three years. What is it, your third year? Now is my... So it's just it's, come to your side. Just year, yes. Because, so it's yeah. and it's it's the before and after is is no joke. So you're doing it right. And so I hope this inspires just dancers in general because what's your excuse really? Yeah. Honestly, if Chen you, can do you it, you inspire me. At, uh, everywhere we go, I mean, everywhere I teach, you seem to be taking the intensive or wherever I'm teaching, and I always make a point of saying how much you inspire me because you do. Yeah, and you do. Thank you. Yeah. And we it's don't. just clear ins and out or PS or and PSG places to be. Love. Chen Chen, we love you. Thank we you. love you. We can't Thank wait you to be the next me. chapter of your of your career, my friend. Can't wait no, for you no, to hire me on a job. Right? <laughs> Please. More assisting, me. more working, more teaching, more yeah. everything. I, I, I think I want you to teach me some what's this called? You just want to do yeah. that for an Ariana Grande concert Japanese video. Dance, yeah. I wanna do this now. I will do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like snake. <laughs> Peace out team. Love. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow us all on Instagram. Bye Felicia. Bye.